Oh my gosh, that's a really funny. But like, post on Facebook, guys, it's time to get the band back together, and you're talking about your high school marching All band. 65 of us. <laughs> that's really funny to me. There's like a whole Christian Kristen Bell show about that now. Where the casts of high school musicals are getting back together to put on the That's same right. musical. It's called Encore. I had heard about that. And I posted it to high school friends I was in musicals with and then moved on with my life. I wasn't going to submit. Yeah. Our marching band, um, I played the clarinet, of course. And then there was one day during drill rehearsal where like we're not really playing music we're just practicing the movements Mm -hmm. the formations thank you beyonce um and (laughs) this one it was not going well also like obviously the drum line was just full of a bunch of jerks even though my brother and his now wife were on the drum line but the rest of them were all jerks and they were making fun of this kid because he was like always in the wrong spot and they're like, hey, Scott, like, you're not on the yard line. Like, you're supposed to be our, I don't know. They were just like <laughs> okay. telling him he was doing a bad job. He turned around, looked him straight in the eye and goes, don't get on my bad side. <laughs> I was like, guys, we're all in the marching man. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Wait, was that kid in the drum line? No, no. he played trombone okay i love how many times in this story you used the word obviously (laughs) because nothing was obvious to me about any of it because i wasn't a part of that culture but man (laughs) so it all of it was new to me i didn't know you played the clarinet which was supposed to be obvious I didn't know that drumline people were jerks, which was supposed to be obvious. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I've learned a lot. The drumline is like the the cool kids of the band. So. Um, okay. Have you ever seen the show Playing House on USA? No. Um, it's Jessica St. Clair and Lennon Parham. They're like UCB. Okay. Comedians. Anyway. Mess. <clears throat> They play best friends who move back in together in their 30s because one of them is pregnant. Cute. Um, but in their, like, hometown. Okay. it's You should watch it. It sounds cute. You would love it. Um, but one of the episodes, there is a drumline reunion. Okay. And Lennon Parham, like, was in the drumline. <laughs> she's, she's like, the drumline's getting back together. We're going to have this reunion. She's, like, all hyped and nervous. And Jessica St. Clair just does not understand, like, why she's excited, all the emotional stakes. And I was like, I get it. I get it. I get it. <laughs> and You're then, like, I am tracking. And then she was like, oh, I had, she had a drumline crush, and she's so excited to see him. And bonus, it's Jason Manzoukas. Oh my gosh. My number one celebrity crush. So it's sort of like my favorite. Like, I've seen just that episode (laughs) many times. Mm. Many. It's like your go to. (laughs) Yeah. It's just like, and it's, Uh, I mean, it's like 25 minutes without commercials. So it's just like a really good YouTube video. And uh, Jason Manzuka has played the drums as a teen. Oh, man. This I know. Does that do something for you? So, well, it just means that, like, <laughs> there's all these points in the show where all of a sudden he just starts drumming, but he's legit good at it. <laughs> it's pretty effective. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty effective. And, like, his whole entrance into the episode, like, Lennon thinks she's by herself <clears throat> in the old band room, and then behind her she just hears a snare roll. <laughs> Oh my gosh. I, I, oh man, I'm going to watch it tonight. It's I'm, so good. I probably will too. But you're, yeah. Just so I can understand all the obviously's <laughs> that are being thrown around willy well, nilly. One thing that I really enjoy, especially people who were in band in high school, is like guessing what instrument they played and having 
them guess what instrument I played. Because mm. mostly former band kids guess right. Like in huh. all directions. Okay. So everyone would be able to peg you as a clarinet player. Yeah. What would I be pegged as? Um, not a band kid. Okay. But <laughs> if I said surprise, I was in surprise, band. Surprise, I was in band. Yeah. That's a wild card. Because I would say, like, <laughs> drumline. Exactly, I was drumline. <laughs> Very clearly drumline. But I wouldn't have been me to that kid. No. But yeah, and again, my brother and sister-in-law <laughs> were in the drumline. Yeah. And um, they were nice. But they had mean friends. <laughs> and there was one day, because before school started, like a month before school started, the marching band has to start practicing okay it's the lamest thing in the world but the last month of summer yeah but you have to be ready for the first football game which takes place like the first week of school and you have to have everything memorized already so we would literally have like four hour practices uh that started at like 6 a.m mostly just because it's so hot and so you want to be like done with practice by 10 a.m instead of out in the middle of a football field at noon in Indiana. So uh, frequently people slept in because we were all teenagers. Yeah. And there was one day I overslept. uh, And so then like my sister-in-law ended up calling me and was like, Hey, are you coming? I was like, I overslept and like, nobody's here. Like I didn't have a car and nobody was there. So she's like, Oh, I'll come get you at at the break. Cause there was usually a 15 minute break. Um, and guess who showed up in her car? The entire drumline. Wait, what? <laughs> she came to pick me up with the entire drumline in her car. Because basically, was it like, a clown car? <laughs> it was oh. a huge car. Yeah, there were five people in there, and then okay. I got in. Um, because it would like she's like, oh, I'm gonna go pick up Janet, and it was like, cool, we'll come. Yeah, because it was leave. a big moment for me. Oh my gosh, that's so cute. Yeah. Anyway, um, I love that big moment. While I am recommending things, mm-hmm. I watched a movie the other night on Up TV. Okay. Which is a channel I am not familiar with at all, but they have this year started making Christmas movies. Okay. Um,. And quite a lot of them. So, like, they're hmm. going big because they're already playing brand new Christmas movies and it's not yet Thanksgiving, so they must have a lot. Mm-hmm. But <clears throat> I watched a movie called A Christmas Movie Christmas <laughs> about two sisters. About us? Yes. <laughs> about two sisters who wake up in a Christmas movie. Oh. And so one of the sisters is a big Christmas movie fan. Like, she watches them all yeah. winter long. The other sister is not. Mm. And so they wake up in a Christmas movie and the one sister's like, we're in a Christmas movie. And she's so excited. And then the other movie, just the other sister is like not into it. And okay. then they both like, it's, it was incredible. And then, <laughs> so I was like, who wrote this? And it turns out that it's a husband and wife writing team. They were both in the movie. Cute. And the husband has been in many Hallmark Christmas movies oh. as the leading guy. We've seen him before. Who? He was in Mingle All the Way, the one about the dating app. Okay. Um, and then he's been in a few from like years past that I had never seen. That dating app one. Oh, so, man. <laughs> so he wrote this Christmas With movie. With the weird hand lotion placement. Yes. <laughs> Okay. So he wrote this Christmas movie with his wife, who plays the cynical sister. That's so great. It's really funny. And I'm assuming that means Hallmark passed on it. Fools. I guess. Because, yeah, it's an up. Well, probably because Hallmark and Lifetime are like, we're not going to make fun of our audience to their faces. And then Up TV mm. was like, sure. We'll do it. <laughs> we got nothing to lose. <laughs> but, like, so, well, they wake up in the Christmas movie... In bed together in matching, like, onesie pajamas that are so funny because they're, like, they're green pajamas 
with like candy canes and snowmen on mm-hmm. them, but then they both have the big flap on the butt yep. that's bright red. <laughs> and they're just constantly running around in them and it's very cute. But they're like, <laughs> they wake up and they're like, why are we in bed together? And the sister's like, why are you, why did you go to bed with full hair and makeup? <laughs> and so they go downstairs and like their grandma's there and just made them waffles. And then they're like, they realize they're in a Christmas movie. They go around outside the one who loves Christmas movies realizes that she has a boyfriend. Like this guy comes up and is like, Lacey or not Lacey. What was her name? Who know? I don't know. Other sister. Hello. Yeah. I'm your boyfriend. <laughs> and, the, but then she meets like a guy that she's going to be planning the festival with. Who's oh, much more yeah. down to earth. And she's like, I can't believe I'm in a Christmas movie. And there are two men interested in me. How am I going to pick? And her sister goes, I don't know. But I can't wait to stand around and find out. <laughs> oh my gosh, this sounds great. great. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty great. Delightful. So, I mean, props to them. If mm-hmm. you can find it, uh, I suggest watching it. I'll see if it's going to air again and I can record it for you. Yeah. Record that. Yeah. It was really fun. And I was like, Elena and I should have written this. Yeah, now I'm like, kind of mad. <laughs> Dang it. And the, I, yeah, I, I won't go on, but it's <laughs> very funny. Nice. It's very clever. Nice. So, yeah. But. Pause. <laughs> pause for wine. <laughs> um, enough about Playing House and Christmas Movie Christmas. Yeah, did we start recording? Yeah. Okay. Great. I'm so glad we captured all that. We just watched a two-hour commercial for pop-up Christmas cards. Yeah, we did. And I feel like, finally. (laughs) Finally. I feel like Hallmark has really missed out on that. Yeah. (laughs) In a lot of moments. And I'm surprised they didn't go further. Because I don't think at any point the card was turned over to show the Hallmark rest. No, in fact, we saw Papyrus a lot. Is Papyrus now owned by Hallmark? Yeah. Yeah. So they were pushing the high-end Yeah, Papyrus cards. These cards look pretty good. They were gorgeous. They were all pop-up cards that were, like, very intricate. Yeah. Lots of very small cuts. Because there was one that was a Christmas tree. Yeah. And, and it, it was... It becomes a decoration. Yeah. It's, I mean, let's buy some. Well, that's a great thing to send to, like... Like someone at college who wouldn't have a Christmas tree. You send them that little card and they have a little Christmas tree on there. A tiny five-inch Christmas tree. Yeah. Yeah. The movie we watched was called Right Before Christmas. Right Before Christmas. (laughs) Right Before Christmas, but right was spelled? W-R-I-T-E. Like write a card. Write a card. Write a song. Oh, yeah. Write a news love story in your life. Write your name on a dog. (laughs) (laughs) Write your name on a dog. Yes. Grab that dog. Grab it right on it. Eats yours. (laughs) Mine. (laughs) Blizzard. Another good movie. Real delightful. Really? Real cute. It gave me some squeeze. Like, not like. (laughs) didn't squeeze me but like <laughs> i squeed <laughs> i don't use that word a lot how am i doing i don't know did i get it no shoot it made me uncomfortable oh okay i yeah i don't think i pulled it off but it it was like a oh yay <laughs> happened <laughs> yeah uh, <laughs> it gave me hard eyes <laughs> so, so mortified <laughs> I feel like I just got kicked out of drumline. <laughs> Girl, you were never Flute. in drumline. Flute. Uh, pick up the old saxophone, <laughs> you weirdo. Yeah, that feels real. Um, <laughs> tuba's the word. Never, you don't want to get a tuba. My brother played tuba. <laughs> you heartless. Why? Woman. Why does anybody go for that? I think he thought it was funny. Okay. Um, and then he. <laughs> My brother's so cool. He is so cool. He's a singer-songwriter mm-hmm. in Canada, James Hoffman. 
I was just listening to his Pandora station on the way over. Mm. But he's so funny. And when he was in band, he and like two of his little band buddies <laughs> went to like the bigger town and stood outside of a movie theater and played their band instruments for coins. <laughs> just because they thought it was hilarious yeah and then you have the option of getting like school photos Mm -hmm. like you would with the sports team and they got them together all holding their instruments (laughs) 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 and it was it's so funny yeah yeah so tuba player good sense of humor (laughs) maybe in the West Coast. I mean, I'm just going to put a cap on all my band stories because that's not what this is. Okay. So I... I can't. <laughs> I can't unlock that box. Okay. It's a different podcast. I've already let out too much. We're not putting the band back together. Um, let's summarize the plot in 30 seconds. Oh, yeah. It's your turn. It's my turn. Ready? Take it away. Jessica, the owner of a musical instrument store, bought five Christmas cards to write to her boyfriend, but he broke up with her. So she sends them instead to five people in her life. Her aunt, her brother, her old cello teacher, a boy from a boy band, and her best friend. The cello teacher's son comes to meet her and they fall in love. And she's out in 20 seconds. Yeah. Winner and still champion. Yes. Janet Potter. Um, so a lot of card placement. And that's a good elevator pitch. Yeah. Like, of course that movie got made. I think it was a book. That, like, the five people you meet in heaven, but it's the five people you send a Christmas card to? (laughs) Yeah. After your engagement was a breakup? Just from the way, it felt like a book adaptation to me. Especially with the multiple storylines. Yeah. That don't intersect until the very end. Or really, like, the brother never intersects. Except that he knows everybody. Mm -hmm. But because she sends one to her aunt. So she and her brother lost their parents when they were young. Um, Recurring theme. Yeah. Uh, So their aunt raised them. So she, her aunt Lila is sort of in a storyline of her own. Mm -hmm. She's a widow who meets a widower. um, And a dog. Via dog walking. Mm -hmm. The widower keeps walking the dog past her house. and then <laughs> A lot of people walk on that street yeah, past her house. I think it might be a pedestrian thoroughfare. Um, oh, I was going to say a parade route <laughs> with daily parades. <laughs> when she's yeah. out at the mailbox getting her card, she meets them, immediately invites them into her home. Well, the dog runs into her home. Yeah. And then she's like, sure, you can come in. Well, and I don't know if she's talking to the guy or the dog. The guy is like, "Oh, sorry, sorry, I'll get him." She's like, "No, it's fine. He can come in." I was like, "No, it's not." Yeah. If a strange animal ran into my home and jumped on my nice, I would light colored couch. Be relaxed about it, right? Um. Anyway, those two fall in love. It's cute. And then her brother is he's in the. Military. He's definitely overseas, but not necessarily deployed. Like they're at a base. They're at a base. He's about to be waiting deployed for deployment to, to Germany. Yeah, yeah. He's gotten his. He knows he's going to Germany. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then, uh, yeah. So the one of the cards is to her old, her to the woman who taught her the cello when she was a kid. Mm-hmm. Mrs. Miller. Mrs. Miller. But Mrs. Miller is in Kenya for a year. Teaching. Teaching. So her son, Chad Michael Murray. Hello. Opens the card. We're always fine with the Chad Michael Murray vehicle. Okay. Always fine. Yeah. I think I love Chad Michael Murray now. Yeah. I think, wasn't he a problem in his younger years? Yeah. he. Well, he was like, he was a young celeb in the era of... Paris Hilton, Lindsay Lohan, Amanda Bynes. Like, he was, I think, in a love triangle with Lindsay Lohan and Hilary Duff. Okay, I'm fine with that. I just don't want it to turn out that he was, like, 30 and dating someone 17. 
like the dude from Gilmore Girls who's also in Us. This is Us? This is Us. Uh, Milo? Yeah. No, but he did... He was on One Tree Hill, which I've never seen. Mm -hmm. But he and one of his co-stars got married and then got divorced, like, three months later. Or, like, less than a year. Very quickly. And it turned out that he had been cheating on her the whole time, forever. Oh, that's a bummer. there was that. Yeah, I think he was just, like, too much of a young heartthrob and went to his head. But and I never watched One Tree Hill, so I don't have like a reservoir of affection for him that people who watch that show have. Yeah. So I always thought he was kind of a dingle, and then <laughs> through <laughs> the Hallmark yeah. movies that he's been in, they're so good. Yeah. The the turtle one mm-hmm. with Minka Kelly, mm-hmm. the Road to Christmas, which we watched last year and was my favorite of last year. It was adorable. I think he's pretty great. <laughs> he plays it so chill. Yeah. Which is like, thank God. <laughs> it's just like <laughs> such a breath of fresh air. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's just got a light <clears throat> touch. Yeah. Like I, when he was in the Minka Kelly one, and they, of course, had like dated in high school or like something in high school. Mm-hmm. But at one point, she's like, well, we only dated for six months. And he goes, you love that. <laughs> like, you still do that to me. <laughs> I do. I know. Because also, it's like, what was in the script? Like, Chad makes a noise? Or was it like... Or was it like... It was, you know, Chad gives a look. I assume it said something like, wait a minute, or that's not quite right. But mm-hmm. he just went ahead and made a funny noise that was very charming and won me over forever. Yeah. You love a ha-da-da-da. <laughs> Gentlemen out there. <laughs> Who am I kidding? <laughs> oh, my gosh. We're getting the band me, back together. Reminds and- me of a snare drum. <laughs> I'm very predictable. Yep, you love a snare. That's how you will be snared. Hey! I love when people percuss at me. Yeah, that's great. Fellas. But he was great in this movie. Yes. Um, he was. I loved his, he had, he gets set up on like a blind date. He plays a photographer who grew up in an orphanage. Group home. <clears throat> yeah, this was set in Chicago, and <laughs> we only know that from the skyline shots. The streets of Chicago are definitely not no. the streets of Chicago. They're adorable, <laughs> whatever yeah. little town that is. The, the music store she owns is supposed to be on Wabash. Mm-hmm. But it has like French doors all across the front. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh no. And there's not an L track in sight. <laughs> yeah, none of that is Chicago. Yeah. Um, so he's a photographer, grew up in a group home, and still like plays Santa with the children um, and is best friends with a guy who owns a restaurant next door called Primo's. What you need to know about Primo's is that it is the Proposal Palace of Chicago. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And it looks like a winery in Indiana. Ouch. (laughs) It does. I've been to that winery. (laughs) All right. Like, it looks nice, but it does not look like a place you would go to propose in Chicago. No. I mean, okay, based on what Primo's looked like, what do you think their top selling menu items are? Fettuccine Alfredo. Okay. I think toasted ravioli appetizers are real big. (laughs) Well, at one point, they're all leaving the restaurant, and Primo is carrying three pizza boxes. Yeah. I was like, is this an upscale Italian place that also does carry-out pizza? Carry-out pizza. understand what they were going but for then with also, this business plan. He takes those pizzas next door 
to St. Mary's, the group home, and it's mm-hmm. like, hey, pizza, there are three pizzas. There are minimum 20 children in that room. Yeah. Primos did not do a primo job. With feeding those kids. Feeding those kids. Um, and usually having, like, a good amount of extras is a difficult thing for Hallmark. This is, like, the one time where you're like, <laughs> they had a lot of extras. There were kids everywhere. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Interesting. A lot yeah. of moms remember Chad Michael Murray. <laughs> I guess that's a good point that everyone on staff would want to have their kids in the movie. So yeah. extras are probably real easy. Yeah. Kid-wise. Um... The woman was also great in this movie. Yeah. Jessica. She was very charming. Mm-hmm. Tori DeVito. Once of yeah. Vampire Diaries. <clears throat> oh, I didn't recognize... I didn't watch that. So that's why I didn't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she was not a big character on it, but she was on it. And she was married to one of the lead actors of Vampire Diaries. And then they got divorced... And so mm-hmm. she had to leave the show. Yeah. Thank heavens you're here with all the hot goss. Yeah. What else do you need to hot know about dish. the early aughts WB? I mean, I think I'm good for now, but <laughs> I'll come back to you. So I have like two things I want to talk about because, but they are probably, one of them will be my Hallmark Hall of Fame. Go ahead. Okay. So one of them is the amazing moment where Chad Michael Murray gets set up on a blind date with an actress. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he gets, like, roped into it. He doesn't like the idea of blind dates. He's just real chill Chad. <laughs> like, what just happened? <laughs> Fine. I'll just go to this coffee shop. I guess I'm going on this date. Yeah. He goes in, and this woman's, like, running lines. Um, and they're very, like, I can't believe you did that. What happened to you? I thought you liked I thought you loved me. Um, but she's, like, being chill about it. And he's mm-hmm. like, oh, am I interrupting? And, like. It's kind of cute. They have their, like, little conversation where she tries to rope him into giving her headshots right away, which is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. How rude. Um, and then she's like, I've got this audition later today. I'm really nervous. Can you, would you mind just running this one page of lines? And he's kind of like, okay, okay, well, okay, I'm Mike. Um, uh, hey, uh, I, I gotta go. And she yells at him why are you doing this and then he's taken aback and then just kind of like reads the next line kind of stunned and then she responds like i thought you loved me this is over and then gets up and storms (laughs) off and the whole restaurant or coffee house is like looking at them and the guy who's about to put down their coffee is like do you want these to go? Like, and I thought that scene was so funny. It was very funny. And yeah. that actress playing an actress really went for it. Yeah. She swung for the fences. Good for her. Mm-hmm. Also, like, did she come back? Presumably she came back. Hopefully. I mean, <laughs> they didn't show that. It looked like she just left yeah. the place. When the waiter it's like, do you want these to go? Chad Michael Murray's like, yeah. As if he's going to leave. Yeah. But maybe he's just like, this is going to be a very short date. <laughs> as soon as true. she comes back, I'm going to leave. But then, so the reason that he got introduced to this girl is that she's the bridesmaid in a wedding he's the photographer for. So right. then he keeps like seeing her again because of other wedding stuff. So then the next time he sees her, she's like, oh, hey, you agreed to do my headshots. And he's like, oh, I guess. And so she goes with him. He's like, but I have a hockey game or whatever. She goes with him to the ice rink. Yeah, this is and bizarre. And has him <coughs> take photos of her in ice skates at at the net. Yeah, like she's the goalie. Look at the goal, like the snow bunny goalie. I'm like, are these headshots that people need? No, they are not, Janet. No, they are not. <laughs> not even in Chicago? No, I have no idea why she did that. I mean, maybe for her personal website? Maybe she just really wants to be in a hockey movie. Okay. Maybe she was auditioning for a hockey movie? Maybe. I don't know. No. 
No, none of that was real. It was just to like, and you have to think they're actors. They have to think that this is ridiculous. Like, yeah, they're like, why the hell are we on the ice <laughs> for this woman's <laughs> headshots? <laughs> Yeah. I yeah. mean, the real reason is so that she can fall and he can catch her. And then our heroine, Jessica, sees it and thinks they're dating and goes away. Right. Instead of following up on their amazing date. Right. Also, speaking of hockey. So one of the first times that we see Chad, he is playing in a hockey game with Primo. Mm-hmm. They're in the box mid-game, like, following the action, but then also having a serious talk about relationships. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, pretty, it's pretty weird. Because they're still trying to be like, oh, ooh, ooh, like, like looking back and forth. And, like, mm-hmm. at one point, Primo is, like, going into the game, and they're still shouting about relationships back and forth. It's like, right. maybe if you... Gave a girl a chance. Maybe if you got up from behind that camera, and then, like, somebody <laughs> skates by and somebody else subs in. It's like, this would not be happening in this, bo- in this box. Yeah, they'd just be cheering box. on the game. Yeah. I, I think also, that- why isn't Chad Michael Murray in the game? He's clearly the star of the team. He's the star of everything. Yeah. The, How could he not? The movie that does that really well is When Harry Met Sally. When Harry (laughs) is describing that he's getting a divorce and they're at a baseball game and they like are doing the wave in the middle of their conversation. I think they're at a football game. A football game. Okay. They're at a ball game. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just starting to remember now. Um, Anyway, yes, they're doing the wave. Yeah. So he's like explaining this emotional moment, but they're forced to like act out. (laughs) <laughs> what a crowd does at a yeah. game. And I love that scene. I think that it's written so well for that action. So this was not as successful. Not as but successful. not everyone's Nora Ephron. Yeah. R.I.P. Mm-hmm. Um, the other... Oh, sorry. Primo. Go ahead. Primo, apparently... Is not just the restaurant name. It is the name of the man who owns the restaurant. Mm-hmm. The guy on this hockey team with him is BFF. It is funny to me that Primo is also single, but like, what's wrong with you not getting out there? Typically, it's like the married friend who's like pushing yeah. the person out. So when he calls him out at the end, like, you're single. I like that his retort was, I'm married to a restaurant and we have a great relationship. <laughs> yeah. As Chad skates away. Yeah. <laughs> Second movie in a row where a conversation is ended by someone skating away. Do you remember that, like, hilarious line in that snowboarding movie? Someone said a hilarious line and then, like, snowboarded off. Did I just shred? Did I? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I wish that showed up in more movies. <laughs> I love, shred? I love your memory <laughs> where I'm like, something happened. And Janet's like, let me read you back the play by play. I'm that old lady in Parks and Rec. <laughs> it's, it's so needed. You're Ethel Beaver. She lives in my brain. Mm-hmm. Um, although I was just going to say something. And I can't remember what it was. Uh, my other favorite primo moment was when... Uh, it's when Chad is taking the other girl's headshots. Um, Primo skates over and he's yeah. like, hey, we're about to start. And then you see this girl is like, hey, you were in that toothpaste commercial. And she's like, oh, yeah, I was. You saw that? And he goes, yeah, I even bought the toothpaste. And then he points at his mouth and goes, see, it works. <laughs> Which to be like, I have teeth still. Like, it's so funny. And then they have this kind of, like, making eyes at each other romance happening. Yeah. That's never given much attention, but it's fun that it just kind of exists in the background. Yeah. But and then that, at the end, they're together at the party. Well, she's dancing with someone else, but you can tell that they're about to dance. Like, they're, yeah. again, making those eyes at each other. Um, but it's the second time that someone points to their mouth and it's hilarious in this movie. And the other time <laughs> oh is my, my other, like, this might be my favorite thing. Yeah. My other Hall of Fame moment where um, um, 
What's her face's Jessica. name? Jessica. Jessica's best friend Mimi says something like, um, but you got the braces off now. She's okay. like referencing so, when she was 14. Jax, Thank the you. pop star that um, Jessica Ethel wrote. Beavers, read back. <laughs> read back the transcript. Uh, the pop star that Jessica wrote one of the cards to <clears throat> is, mm-hmm. so he was in a boy band. They broke up because he wanted to go solo. And then yes. his career flopped. So, but then he gets this card from Jessica. He's inspired to like start writing again. Um, he gets the band back together and then they're going to do like a surprise concert on Christmas. And then Jessica's like, I haven't been to a concert since I was 14 and I had braces. Well, she said, I haven't seen him in concert since I was 14. And Mimi goes, and you have your braces off now. And she, Jessica points like, (laughs) like swipes her face, her hand across her face and goes, yes, I do. (laughs) Like, and Vanna wipes her own mouth. It's like, yes, I do. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I loved that moment. <laughs> yes, I do. Let's Check out these teeth. <laughs> Lots of teeth pride in this. Everybody's got teeth great pride, teeth. Teeth pride. I'm proud. Incredible. Um, and, yes, yeah. I do. And it was really funny. Yeah, she's fun. They're good. They're mm-hmm. a good couple. Mm-hmm. I'm excited for them. There was, um, <laughs> they're gonna have a good life. They are gonna have yeah. one liners and silly, silly banter, but they're uh, kind of chill, but still really into Christmas. <laughs> the very beginning, uh, when she is getting dumped, so her boyfriend at the opening of the film is an optician, not to be confused with an optometrist. Oh my gosh, and this Jenna. is funny. He gets so much shade from all corners of this movie. I've never seen so much shade in a Hallmark movie, oh, and I feel very bad for optometrists who are into Hallmark op- movies. Well, he's an optician. Oh my god. An gosh. optometrist is a doctor. Who okay. can check your eyes and give you a glasses prescription. An optician fits you for glasses. And they make and they call him a fake doctor. That's what he is. And this is the thing: I don't think Every opticians time. are ever pretending to be doctors. It, well, he wears like a white coat, I guess. <laughs> so they're on a date, and um, like he shows up, and see. Sometimes I don't remember things. He uh. He had, like, a bag with him, and she's like, oh, are you, if you've been shopping, like, if you want to buy me something, here's what I want. And he's like, huh? And she's like, sorry, am I making a spectacle of myself? Oh, that was so great. It's so funny. And he <laughs> and doesn't like, appreciate uh, it. We break up. Yeah. But but then also, yeah, because the, they're at a, they're, well, they're at Primo's, mm-hmm. um, and, which apparently they go to because it's near his work. But the waitress keeps coming over and calling him Dr. Dave. And then after he dumps her and Jessica gets up to leave, the waitress comes over again. He's like, are you ready now, Dr. Dave? And she's like, he's not a real doctor. He makes bifocals. Oh, my gosh. I mean, that's like the harshest thing in a Hallmark movie ever. It's so and it's great. Yeah. Poor Dr. So Dave. a ton of shit. You know, I, I, I bet a proposal palace in Chicago... I'm blanking on the name, but it's the place that's like a gastro experience. And it's like... Alinea? Alinea. Oh, sure. And it's like hundreds sure, sure, of dollars. Sure. And it's like, this log is actually a steak. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You have to make reservations like... A year in Six advance. months in yeah. advance or something. <laughs> I can get in in six. <laughs> let's go there. Brag. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. let's go there and break up. Oh my gosh, I would do that. Let's stage a stage major an breakup. breakup. But it's like a 12 course tasting menu. So break up at the very beginning. I'm going to have to sit there and silence. And then just like sit there and stare the whole time at the waiter. And hope you get something for free oh at my the gosh. end. They would bring out the food so fast. <laughs> They'd be like, we're going to give this to you buffet style. It's a new thing we're doing. Go, 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 go. Go, okay. go. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Um, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, sorry. Yeah, so much shade to that guy. The entire movie long. <laughs> Poor Dave. And he... He's just trying to give give people sight, you know? <laughs> it's like, he apparently goes to Primo's a lot, because we see him there later with, like, mm-hmm. co-workers or bros or on a date with a man. We're not sure. Um, 
What else do we know about him? He hates Crispus. So what does that make her do? Here's the deal. He had no choice but to break up with her. That's true. No choice. (laughs) One of her first lines in the movie. So the movie opens, I think, with her waking up. It definitely, like, that's in the credits. She wakes up. Like a Disney princess. Goes, yeah. She wakes up ah. with, like, a big smile and a big stretch. Walks downstairs into her insanely decorated living room. I did. I thought it was a business. Yeah. It, with a beautiful cello hanging out. Yeah. Makes coffee and then just, like, opens up her laptop and starts working on their Christmas card. But the fact that they are getting, she's photoshopping together a Christmas card and they've only been dating three months. Yeah. Is insane. Um, but he calls her, she answers the phone and says, Hey, I was just photoshopping you. Yeah. That's weird. And it's a FaceTime. Yeah. Um, yeah. Hi, I'm just photoshopping you into the Christmas cards. Yeah. (laughs) But why not just say, hi, I was just making our Christmas cards. Hi, I was just photoshopping you. Could go a lot of ways. It, yeah, it could. And I don't like any of them. Also, yeah, she, uh, the only photo she had of him, he was in a lab coat. <laughs> so it's, it, it makes it seem like she grabbed that off of the website. And maybe mm-hmm. she's trying to pretend that he's a doctor. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> to people, I don't know. What else happened? Um, so she notes. had those delivered within one day. She, yeah. She gets them that night. Yeah. She was real stoked. They're not that cute either. No. Just the oh. two of them in a snowblower. We, we know this. The graphic design in Hallmark's. <laughs> also, why don't they have any photos of them together? Janet, because they were never meant to be. <laughs> because they were she takes the like a photo of herself and a photo of him separately and puts them next to each other mm-hmm. in a snow globe. Like, yeah. have you not taken a single photo at Bears game or a Bulls game? Or zoo lights. See, and then she's telling her coworker best friend that he hates Christmas. So she's making a Christmas card with him that she's he's photoshopped in. Then she's bought these cards to send him a Christmas card every single day that week. And then um, she's going to take him ice skating into something else that's Christmas caroling, caroling. Um, and then Christmas Eve at Auntie Lila's. And how is that a relationship? How is that her in any way taking into account what he needs in that relationship? Yeah, he dumped her. He (laughs) should have. He had no choice. Yeah. She was the monster. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So he starts out the dumping by being like, it takes three months to know someone. I feel that I know everything I need to know, considering the amount of dates you've been on, the phone calls. And then she jumps in with, like, no, I can't marry you, thinking that he's going to propose. Mm -hmm. Um, Which is a fun callback later, when Chad Michael Murray is like, hey, who decorated this Christmas tree? Because he wants help setting it up at the uh, group home. Mm -hmm. And she says that she did, and he's like, could I get some help? And she's like, I'm taking a holiday from dating and he's like okay cool i'm just seeing if i can get some help but he plays it so chill and so it's perfect it's It's perfect chill chad i think i laughed out loud just at him being like we both did yeah Mm -hmm. we both had emotional responses he's making magic out of just these tiny moments yeah Mm -hmm. yeah i get why everyone was in love with him (laughs) i know (laughs) I know why Lindsay Lohan and Hilary Duff went crazy. I think it was him. It might have been somebody else. I'm um, pretty sure it was him. I I hope that our friendship never has to have the test that would be Chad Michael Murray's drinking us both along. <laughs> you mean? Because I want to choose he's you. your headshots. He's but I don't know if I shopping. That was another thing that was similar to Picture of Perfect Christmas is there's a scene where they walk through a Christmas tree sale and she's listing off the different types of tree and their benefits. And it's two photographers. So she's like, 
Data fur is big branches. This one has better needle retention. This one, blah, blah, blah. I'm just, and then in both movies, they're like, ah, the Fraser fur. I'm like, no, this one, she said the Christmas fur, which I've never heard oh, of. The Christmas fur. Yeah. All right. Doesn't exist. That's what I thought. Fraser fur, that's a candle. Didn't she call it like the, she came back later and called it the grand the grand, the grand fur, because then she comes back later to get a tree for Lila mm-hmm. on Christmas Eve. Yeah, and there's magically still a beautiful tree there. Yeah, unrealistic. Yeah. Not in Chicago. <laughs> Gethsemane already has some of its trees out. I saw it today. Yeah, I've been watching them go up last week. It's very, very pretty. Mm-hmm. Um, let's Hall of Fame it. Hall of Shame it. Well, I mean, you know my two favorite moments. Okay. So tell me your Hall of Fame. I think my Hall of Fame is the toothpaste joke. (laughs) That's good. It really got me. Yeah. It really did. Mm Mm-hmm. My Hall of Shame is part of a subplot we haven't even talked about, which is that Mimi is trying to get Jessica to audition for the Chicago Heritage Orchestra. Right. And um, even though she hasn't played the cello in so long, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, she finally convinces her to do it. She goes, and when they're like, all right, next, she walks on the stage and gives a dumb speech. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I'm Jessica Winthrop, and it's taken me a long time to get here, but it's a dream, and I'm finally here. So this is my gift to myself. And they're like, okay. Play the cello, please. They, they're they just like, no, 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 no. They come back with a line that I was so glad they said. They said, well, I hope it's a gift to us, too. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. <laughs> like, as someone who has auditioned, that's a terrible yeah. <laughs> audition intro. I would just be like, get off the stage. <laughs> yeah, but she got substitute second chair. Substitute second chair. I like, though, that that sounds, I mean, it's obvious, any place on the orchestra is probably really impressive, but I'm Mm -hmm. glad they weren't like, you're amazing, you're the new star violinist, you know? Substitute second chair sounds like something you could get if you haven't played in a long time. Okay. It was, like, more realistic, while also being unrealistic Mm -hmm. entirely. Do you have a Hall of Shame? Yeah, I've got two. Mm-hmm. To go with my two Hall of Fames. Okay. I also want to do like a shout out to the the boy band storyline. Wasn't into the lavender room it all took place in. <laughs> um, but I felt like the lead singer had a really nice voice. Like they cast him well for like musing through the song he was singing. Yeah. And that he felt- was mostly always just acting by himself mm-hmm. or with one other person. Yeah. I was like, his boring brother. If you had a different colored room, this could be an okay scene. Um, <clears throat> the, the shames for me are number one, Mimi's wine pour. <laughs> because Mimi. Uh, poor Jessica comes to tell her best friend that she first off told a man she wouldn't marry him right before he said, I'm breaking up with you. And Mimi's pouring the wine and it is like, three, maybe four tablespoons of wine in that glass, it barely gets out of the stem into the bowl of the glass. Yeah. That just was bonkers to me. It's a bad friend. That's a bad friend. I don't know what was happening with that. Um, The second thing is also cello related. Mm -hmm. And it is when Chad Michael Murray gifts her the cello that the mother, his mother wanted her to have after she sent the card. And... He's like, you can thank her by playing. And he hands her the bow. And she plays Silent Night so quickly. And it's like, as Mimi walks in and she looks up and they're both like, don't stop. That was the most amazing thing I've ever heard. It sounded like a music box. Like there was no feeling in it. It was so quick. I and like their response to it mm-hmm. just seems so bonkers to me. Yeah. And all they had to do was like play less of the song, but just make it longer. 
Well, I think Tori DeVito was playing that cello. Just make the notes longer. Like, I think she knows how to play the cello. But... But badly? Well, yeah. Because it's like, if she didn't know how to play the cello and they just did it with, like, you know, a double and, like, whatever, then they Mm -hmm. probably would have gotten a professional cellist. But they're like, oh, she knows how to play cello. Great. But she's not actually an orchestra-level cellist, so she can play Silent Night. I think that's fair. But I'm just saying, if you did silent night and made it slower (laughs) it would have felt like it had more gravitas than to have silent night holy night (laughs) it just made it sound like mary had a little lamb okay and so she does not pass your audition well, it, it made the two people listening to her seem very disingenuous. Because yeah. it was bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Especially for the Chicago Heritage Orchestra. Chicago Heritage Orchestra. I... So, when I was... I was recently looking at... Somebody asked me what my favorite Hallmark Christmas movie was, Mm -hmm. and I couldn't remember, so I was looking at our list of episodes. And Road to Christmas, which we did last year, the episode description from that is... Two rival TV producers travel from L.A. to Vermont to reunite a family and demonstrate how bad they are at their jobs. Janet... (laughs) Janet and Elena are on a real journey of their own with Chad Michael Murray. <laughs> so I think what we can say the the journey continues. The journey continues. <laughs> Thanks for oh my gosh journeying with us, Chad Michael Murray. You Christmas thirst trap. <laughs> you you hot cup of mulled wine, Chad. Chad Michael Murray, you dog. <laughs> Way to go, Lonnie! <laughs> Just like a quick recap of all of our favorite <laughs> all Hallmark. The best. Why don't we make merch with all those lines? <laughs> Way to go, Lonnie! Did I just shred? <laughs> you dog. You yes. Dog. And <laughs> Merry Christmas, you old farmhouse. <laughs> 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 That should be on like an oven mitt. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. I want to rewatch all those moments so bad, but they would just let me down. Like I'm sure they're not that funny. I want to do like a super cut we can put on YouTube. <laughs> just of all of our the best lines. Best liners. Alright. Thank you so much for journeying with us, friends. Yeah. Go go check out Chad Michael Murray. <laughs> go get your eyes checked. <laughs> I'm a fake doctor. (laughs) Bye. Bye. Love you. Bye.